This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning and listening in. You know, one of the weird things I learned in my years as a meteorologist is that whenever it's a wet May in Houston, there will be a tropical system in August and September. I don't fully understand the mechanism for this. I'm still trying to figure that out. But prior to 2016, in eight out of the 10 wettest Mays in Houston's history, a tropical storm or hurricane made landfall along the Texas and Louisiana coast later that summer. So this past May, when my parents called me to say there was massive flooding all around their house in southwest Houston, I said, uh-oh. That means there will be a tropical system hitting somewhere between the Rio Grande and the mouth of the Mississippi between August 1st and September 15th. That's the window. Again, I don't fully know why it happens. I just know that it does. Well, it happened again this year. On August 12th, a storm moved in over Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and it stopped. And the storm didn't get a name because it didn't spend enough time out over the water, but it had a closed low. It was drawing in tropical moisture from the Gulf of Mexico. It was spinning. Had this been just 200 miles south, it would have been named. Instead, it's just called the Louisiana Flood of 2016. There are a couple of things that I've learned in my years of journalism that I know will happen. I don't fully know why they will happen. I just know they do. One, the press isn't as interested in things that happen in Baton Rouge as they are about things that happen in New Orleans. The cities are separated by just 80 miles, and Baton Rouge is the state capital, but New Orleans is sexier. So all things being equal, a flood in New Orleans is more important to the national media than a flood in Baton Rouge. And a flood in New Jersey is even more important than a flood in New Orleans. Two, a Democrat who is the president gets the benefit of the doubt from our national media. A Republican who is president does not. Those are just facts. So what we end up with here is a story of weather, journalism, history, and politics all colliding. That's my wheelhouse, baby. So let's look at how the Louisiana flood of 2016 compares to Hurricane Katrina in 2005 and Superstorm Sandy in 2012. We'll look at the weather impacts, the political reactions, and the way the media covered all three. Let's start with Hurricane Katrina. It hit New Orleans on August 28, 2005. It caused destruction along the coast from west of New Orleans through Mississippi and Alabama and even into the Florida Panhandle. The biggest part of the disaster came because the levee along the city of New Orleans failed, flooding around 80% of the city. 1,800 people died in that storm. It took months for the floodwaters to be pumped out of New Orleans, partly because the entire city is below sea level. On August 31st, less than three days after the storm hit, President Bush cut short his summer vacation in Crawford, Texas. On the way back to Washington, D.C., he had Air Force One fly low over the city so that he could get an aerial view of the damage. Now, you may not know this, but New Orleans is not directly between Crawford and D.C. You kind of have to fly out of your way to make that happen. 
A lot of people don't really pay attention to that, but that is true. He flew out of his way so that he could get a look at what was going on in the city. You probably remember the picture of the president looking out the window. Well, the next day, he asked Democrat Louisiana Governor Blanco to let the federal government take over the evacuation of New Orleans. She refused. Bush was trying to use federal power to save lives more efficiently than the local resources could. The governor thought that might allow the federal government to declare martial law, and she didn't want that. Never mind, there was already widespread looting going on in the city, and the police were ordered to shoot looters on site, and the police had to pull away from rescue efforts themselves so that they could try and contain the looting. Never mind any of that. On September 2nd, Bush toured the coast, visiting Alabama and Mississippi. He stays away from New Orleans, the site of the flooding and the highest death toll, because he doesn't want his appearance there to get in the way. That night, NBC airs a concert to raise money for relief efforts in the Gulf states. Kanye West stands on stage and says, quote, George Bush doesn't care about black people, close quote. While this is going on, the Coast Guard is still rescuing thousands of people from the floods off the rooftops of their homes. On September 5th, the breach of the levee was finally sealed. Bush speaks in New Orleans' Jackson Square 10 days later, September 15th. That's 18 days after the flooding began. Less than a week later, Hurricane Rita struck near Beaumont, Texas, and Lake Charles, Louisiana flooding New Orleans yet again. So here's the narrative that was pushed by the media. It took Bush too long to visit the area. When he did, he only flew in a plane and looked down from above. That was insensitive and heartless. They ignored efforts by the administration to improve the evacuation of the city. And Bush's visits to the Gulf states didn't really count because those places in Alabama and Mississippi weren't as important as New Orleans. And Bush is a racist. That was the narrative. This flooding event this year has killed 13 people, nowhere near the death toll from Katrina, thankfully. But it has forced the evacuation of hundreds of thousands of people. 75% of all the homes in one parish, which is Louisiana for county, 75% in one area, all destroyed. Half a million people have been affected by this. The flooding began on September 12th. The president, Obama, was on vacation at the time. He took time off from his vacation to attend a political fundraiser for Hillary Clinton and then returned to his vacation. One week after the flooding began, the White House said the president didn't have any plans to visit the flooded region anytime soon. He didn't want to get in the way. But he was talking with Democrat Governor John Bell Edwards on the phone every day, and, you know, they were having great conversations. It was wonderful. Well, that day, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump canceled some of his campaign events and flew to Baton Rouge. While he was there, he donated an 18-wheelers worth of supplies to the relief effort out of his own money. 
Trump's visit also finally grabs the national media's attention to the disaster, the largest natural disaster in America since Sandy struck the East Coast four years earlier. Trump's visit, get this, Trump's visit also causes a change of heart in the administration. The president's spokesman announces that Obama will finally visit the area on August 23rd, 11 days after the flooding began. Hillary Clinton, the Democrat candidate for president, has no plans to visit Louisiana at all. On a side note, singer Taylor Swift donated a million dollars to the flood relief and was one of the first celebrities to take any action. You may remember that Swift was once Swift boated by Kanye West when he interrupted her MTV acceptance speech by saying Beyonce should have won the award instead of her. Yes, the same Kanye who accused Bush of being racist thought the white girl shouldn't have won the award, but the black girl should have. And Bush is racist. There's no word on how much money Kanye has donated to help black people in Louisiana during this flood. I can't find any evidence of it. I mentioned this is the worst disaster since Sandy hit the East Coast back in 2012. Back then, Barack Obama was running for re-election. Funny, but it only took him two days to visit New Jersey with Republican Governor Chris Christie. There was no concern that his visit might get in the way. Not during an election year. His change in his schedule was worked out to make it happen, and the media was there to cover it. But see, that was New Jersey, and he was running for re-election. His visit helped push him over the top on his way to re-election, defeating Governor Mitt Romney in the presidential election just seven days later. Yes, Sandy was a worse event than the flood of 2016, but Sandy's impact was felt over 16 different states. All of this flooding this year has been felt in South Louisiana and one county of Mississippi. I would argue that the impact on those specific areas is much greater than any single area suffered during Sandy. It only took Obama two days to visit New Jersey. It's taken him two weeks before he's even spoken about Louisiana. And then only after Donald Trump did it first. Bush was racist for flying over the region to get an aerial view of the disaster. Why is Obama not racist for playing golf instead of even attempting a flyby? And why the hell has anyone ever cared what Kanye West has ever had to say? The man has repeatedly defiled himself with the words that have come out of his mouth. He seriously needs a little quiet time. One last point. Leaders lead. Through their words and their actions, they get others to change their behavior. Donald Trump got the President of the United States to change his behavior. That's the essence of true leadership. That's the kind of leadership that's been lacking in the White House for the past seven and a half years. Thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. I can see old glory flying over me In the first light of the morning I can see old glory flying over me